Welcome to CannaCon Radio, where the cannabis industry talks business. You guys can hear us everywhere you find podcasts, iTunes, SoundCloud, even Spotify. We really want to hear from you. So please like, subscribe, comment. You can also find us on our social media. Easiest way to do that is to hit us up on our website at canacon.org. There you're going to see links to Facebook, to Twitter, to Instagram. So we want to hear from you. Let's get to the show. What's up, guys? No pops today. I'm chilling solo at OKC. I have somebody really cool with me. Introduce yourself, please. Hi, guys. I am Chelsea Alexander, and I am representing New Leaf Medicinals. And what is New Leaf Medicinals? Okay, so New Leaf Medicinals, what we are is we are actually a vertically integrated company here in Oklahoma. We're located in Chickasha. Um, so all we do is we are and, doing and where? Chickasha. <laughs> so what we do is we actually cultivate, we process, and we dispense. So we do all of it. So when you say vertical integration, a lot of people are just going to think that you grow vertically, but that's not at all what that actually means. Like explain to some people that don't understand what vertical and horizontal integration are. Okay, so vertically integrated is what we do is so we cultivate everything ourselves. We grow it from the seed all the way to the plant so we can produce medicine for the Oklahoma community. Um, We also have an infused kitchen where we're going to have a line of edibles, our own line. Uh, We hope to drop those this weekend on 420. Um, So we do all of that. We do all of the processing. So we blast all of our products and make all kinds of really cool concentrates, uh, shatters, waxes, things like that. And then we also have a dispensary storefront, super strong. We're like, we're in a little town. We got five other dispensaries, but we're going strong. Uh, We just dropped a huge line of um, some premium exotic um, flower and it's super amazing. We're super, super excited to be able to bring this kind of stuff to the state. Yeah, we've, we've talked a lot about the biggest problem with new states is their genetics. Yes, sir. We're pheno hunting right now. So right yeah. now we have a bunch of different strains, like of the same plant. It's fun. It's super well, it fun. fun. And like seeing <laughs> like seeing the way that the plant develops, like the different bud structures and the colors. I am so excited. And we dropped a, a strain called Tropicana Cookies. Oh, my goodness, you guys. If you ever get a chance to get your hands on that, you better get it while it's good. So what do you think about, about vertical integration? I mean, obviously you guys do it. But... You can look at it one of two ways, right? You can look at it like when you become a legal state. If you only allow vertical integration, there's going to be a lot less businesses than if you allowed horizontal integration. Yeah. So, you think that's good for the economy? You think that's bad for the economy? Man, I honestly, to be honest, I feel like it's still so early to tell. (laughs) You might be right. So you guys own a growing facility. Yes. You own a kitchen facility. You own a processing facility. You probably own a clean room. You own... And a dispensary storefront. And a dispensary. Yes, sir. That's a lot of employees. (laughs) She called me sir like I'm old. That's so embarrassing. (laughs) I know that. I'm sorry I'm from Oklahoma. My mom would slap me if she heard me. (laughs) Um, How do you manage those employees? That's got to be difficult, I like, especially if you just came from growing weed in your garage and now you have 50 or 75 or 100 employees to manage. Like, how, how, does, that, how does that look? It's, it's, it's been tough. We, sometimes we get stretched pretty thin, but we're actually, uh, what's really cool and what I love about us is actually our company, we are all from Chickasha and we're all friends and family. One more time. 
we're all from Chickasha, right, and I'll I say Chickasha, <laughs> Oklahoma, Chickasha, America, because I have never heard anything like it. But what's really cool about us is we're actually like all of us have been like childhood friends, family. We're all in this together, so everybody puts their hand in, and it's really it's really awesome to see like see us come together. Because sometimes I'm like, whoa. Sometimes I get home from work at night, and I'm like, I don't know how I did it today, but we did it. We did the damn thing. Ha have you? Have you found a CRM system that you use yet? Are, like, do you, do you like do these these things that other industries do that we kind of talk about here that has nothing to do with cannabis, but is the only way to really run a business without failing? Yep. Like, have you guys implemented a lot of that yet? Or are you still trying to figure that all out? Yeah, we're still trying to figure it all out. But like one thing that um, that I that I like that we do is, I know it's crazy and it sounds outrageous, but I do hard inventory every night. I know, it sounds You're crazy. not gonna have to do that soon though, because you're gonna have to use the seed to sell software in August and that's yep. gonna be done for you. I can't, I, I can't wait, but I still like to, <laughs> I, still, I know I say that, but I still kind of like to do it every week just to, so that everyone knows where we're at. Oh, Seriously. It, it, you have to do it every second of every day in Washington. Every single gram of, of weed has to be accounted for or the liquor control board can shut you down. Yeah, no, seriously. And I have patients sometimes they're like, oh, hook me up. And I'm like, man, if you guys only. It doesn't work that way. I wish I could. Yeah, like, I know, like, I wish I could. But man, if you guys knew, like, all the. Well, they need a caregiver. If that's what they want, then <laughs> they need to go find a caregiver or grow their own. Yes. And, and, and like, you should also be, just because you own a store doesn't mean you shouldn't be an advocate of patients growing their own. Because. Yes, no, we have. Like, we, like we they do. still run out. And yeah. they still will need to come and. and, 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 and buy clones because you can sell clones at your store yep which we is do. do you remember that we, back in the day keith when we could go buy clones in dispensaries it's crazy yeah. and we also we actually vend, that was sick we actually have seeds as well we've been for 707 seed bank out of california oh we just talked to we just yeah talked to, no um, they're awesome mother's finest who is who's using 707 seed bank. yes yeah. no i'm they're awesome they have great genetics and we do we vend for them so we have their seeds on site in our store all right one last question and then i'll get i'll let you guys go how much is top shelf? What's mid? What's bottom? It is pretty expensive. You're gonna probably your jaw's gonna drop. Uh, our premium top shelf is gonna be 25 a gram. Yes, uh, we have a gold tier. It's 20 a she gram. She didn't even fucking bat an eye saying that either. Nope, sure don't. <laughs> uh, first, so you got mid, and that's gonna be your gold tier, and we do 20 a gram and up. And then we have also a silver tier, um, and it's 15 a gram and up. But of course, it's not like the more you get, the more you save. We do cut breaks and things like that. And do you but, have a? Do you have a problem keeping product in stock? Yes. It's like our vape wow. cartridges and distillate syringes are off the chain right now. Everybody, I get calls at the dispensary all the time like, hey, I picked up your vape cartridges. Where do you guys sell them? And so we try to get all of our vendors that we do wholesaling to um, so that when they call the dispensary, we, we're able to tell them where our products are at and things like that. And so what's the point of you being here? Oh, Canacon, this is awesome. This is an awesome event. This is huge for Oklahoma. Um, we have consumers here, so we can hear what the consumers want. Right. Um, also, Canacon is huge in the networking for the businesses, and we love that. We love to come in and make our – everybody knows us. If you hear about New Leaf, we, they call us the flash mob because we come in, like, with a huge crew, and we're ready to go. We've been preaching to stores, to growers – that you have to get in front of your consumer yeah. or they're going to forget about yes. you when they walk into a store. See, you let's just say you were just a grower and you couldn't sell your own product and you didn't come here, but other growers did. 
and they talk to me about how they grew their product and what kind of soil they're using and how it's all organic. And so I feel very comfortable as a 70-year-old woman who just got it prescribed to me from like Lycoma to, to, to buy your medicine. Yes. But you weren't there. But you're right next to me on the shelf. I mean, come you got to come. You yes. got to come. This it's is... not just about sales. You have to put no. yourself in front of these people to let them so know, they know. You, they, why yeah. they should come to buy your stuff. Yes. Period. And, you know, and, and that's just, what I love about being where, where I'm at. You know, they know where everything's coming from. It comes from our propagation facility. All of our concentrates come from our lab. You know, we everything's tested. Thank yeah. you very much for coming No, thank you so much I really, for really me, appreciate guys. it. Thank it was, you so it was much. great. Um, yeah. Canacon Radio, everybody. Peace out. Canacon OKC Day 2. I've got Christy from the Oklahoma Gazette. We got Matt here. I talked to this dude for an hour and a half, and and it was really cool because he wrote a great article. I really appreciate it. And honestly, I got called twice because of how well it was written, and two writers wanted to come to Canacon and see if they could get a job in the in the industry writing because of how well you wrote that article. Well, I, I certainly appreciate that again, but it's <laughs> it's only as good as the interviews, you know. And we, like you said, we sat on the phone for ninety minutes. Dude, it was awesome. Going, yeah. going everywhere. It was great talk. We weren't sure. When, when we talked, what this was going to be. Right. We, we weren't sure if it would be... I told you it was going to be busier than the show at the fairgrounds, and we talked about the real attendance numbers of the fairgrounds, probably, and, and what was realistic from what they said. Have you been at the booth the last two days? Oh, yeah. I've been everywhere, but yes, I've been at the booth. What do you think? Man, just the number of people... Number one, my feet hurt. This is the first time since I walked in this morning that I've had a chance to sit down. It's two o'clock. You know, I know I haven't had lunch yet. I'm running all over. What the hell is lunch? I, exactly. <laughs> met all sorts of great people. It's been amazing. Have you met a lot of people from outside of Oklahoma? Uh, of course yeah. I have. Yeah. See, that's that's what's been really nice here for us as a, as a local brand we deal with a lot of local folks and so coming here it was fantastic to meet people from all over the country and i know that you have advertised yeah not only that we we're sitting in the booth and some of the uh, our other employees and we were surprised at like how fun and nice everybody is they're super excited to be here and even three or four of us that have been doing these shows for the gazette for years we're so surprised that this is literally our favorite show to do now it's been a blast matt asked me why we're different but how, how are you going to differentiate yourself from all these other shows? Yeah. The type of vendors we bring, bring you from then to now. And that's yeah. the easiest way I can describe well, this. Well, and it's a community of people that want to learn more, and everyone has their specialties. You know, that's Toby from Futurola. Um, I don't think he's ever missed a show. Nice. The biggest joint company on the planet. Nice. By leaps and bounds. That, that's what they do, right? They, they, they sell you pre-rolls materials to, to make your pre-roll joints he's like bang, remember he's like banging on the door key says nick this is like trade shows used to be this is great and what he meant by that was people are so excited to learn yeah to get involved in a new industry because this is new like where we normally go isn't new anymore like yeah. it's it's not it's just not and this is and, and we are excited and no one knows yeah. enough yet so I told you people are going to come for genetics. You remember that? Oh, yeah. Eat those genetics. And, yeah, and not only that, you mentioned a line out here yesterday yeah. morning. There was lines in there for those. So eat those genetics. Had a line until 445. Yeah, okay. We sold over $100,000 worth of seeds yesterday. Yeah. hundred grand in little tiny seeds. I told you that's what we do different. Yes. We bring genetics. 
the labs are interesting because they very much disagree on what is going to happen in in October or in, in in August. Half the labs that we talk to think you guys have no problem. You're going to get everything tested. The other half think there's no fucking way you're going to do it. The 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 timeline we're working it's, on. It's not. It, and it, right. it is. It, it's not feasible. Uh, but a lot of these people have, have gone ahead and started doing their labs in advance they have. or have from the beginning. They, they've been which doing I'm like, a fan like, of, but yeah. the compliance and seed to sale with an August 31st deadline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just don't see it happening. Mm-mm. I just don't. It has to get rewritten. It, it, it absolutely has to, it has to change. It just has to. Right. Or it's just not going to be in compliance. That's just all there is to it. Right. There's I, just not enough infrastructure in place. Right. I, I think it's going to take a little while longer. Again, what we did here was at such a breakneck speed. It was basically it was awesome. we passed yeah. it four months later you're, or two months later, you're handing out licenses. Two months after that, yeah. you can sell THC. So to end this, how great Oklahoma has been. And I talked to you about this before. I said, you guys have been awesome. Like, we've never really felt as welcome with a medical community yeah. as we have at Canacon. And I think if you look at the Instagram posts, everyone thanking us for putting on such a professional show, it's like, you know, that's way more appealing than ticket sales are to me. Yeah. Because you can sell a ticket and people can hate what you did. And so what the fuck was the point of selling the ticket in the first place if somebody hated what you did? You right. might as well do something else. And so it's really gratifying to hear that. But what's really cool about Oklahoma is that I believe now you are the number one non-legal medical state in the country. Yeah. And you did it in five minutes. Right. <laughs> right. And, and that's it. I mean, there, there, were, there were people. That's it right there. There were buyers ready. Yeah. To, to go. We had patients lined up before there was even yeah. product. Canacon Radio. Peace out. What's up, everyone? So, I do have a great guest with me, Emily Hall Extraction. What's up, girl? Nothing. How you doing? First off, what does Hall Extraction do? Hall Extraction is a company based out of Golden, Colorado. We are on the manufacturing side of the processing of cannabis, uh, making oil. We have ventilated C1D1 enclosures or explosion-proof rooms. They're a modular turnkey system designed to house your extraction equipment to keep you safe, keep you compliant, and get your facility up and running. That seems like a product that would be much more suited, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh-huh. for a legal industry, for a legal state, recreationally, than a medical state. No. Any and I could be totally wrong. Anytime you are making oil, anytime you are running a butane extraction system and you want your concentrates, which edibles are all the rage, your tinctures, ice cream, shatter, anything that you need to use oil for to make a concentrate, you're doing that by extraction using different solvents. It could be CO2, it could be ethanol, butane, propane, hexane, pentane. All that shit. A lot of times a combination of those solvents. Anytime you're doing solvent-based extraction, to get oil for any type of consumable, you are required to have a certain ventilated, rated, safe space to do that extraction. So the medical market, you know, for tinctures, I know a lot of times they have the patches, creams, lotions. When you're extracting the THC oil from the plant to put into those products, you are doing a type of solvent-based extraction and you have to do it in a regulated space. So medical or recreational, the product applies for both markets. I'd say maybe even more so medical because recreational is not always a legal market. It's the gray market, no longer the black market. So people are kind of doing things on their own or making something themselves. But um, it, it really applies uh, 
a lot of customers. We've got 115 units out there. Canada, Puerto Rico, Maine, Oklahoma, Michigan, Nevada, Oregon, Washington, Arizona. Lots of states. That's all over the map. Yep. That's There's some more states that I missed. Illinois, Massachusetts, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, where Pennsylvania. there's literally five extraction companies. We've got two units in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Think about that. Two units, and there's real, I'm, I'm, they're, they allow five extractors in the entire state. Yeah, we and we just, get baked every year to go there. <laughs> we just sent our first unit out to Ohio. Ohio is a very interesting one. Is we it? might go to Ohio someday. So, Canacon, we went to Seattle. We went to the show in Detroit. I think this has honestly been the best show we've done with you, and it's only halfway through day one. Um, Oklahoma of is those, a new uh, market, oh, but it market. got up so quick since the beginning of the year. We've already shipped out five units to Oklahoma. They don't mess around here. No. I, I, from from their, from how they wrote their laws uh -huh. to how they let an influx of money come from wherever the fuck it had to come from. Sure. Where there was no real residency law three months which all changes in a few months absolutely uh it goes to five years it goes to you or f five years out of 25 or four consecutive get it in now um, what's that <laughs> you gotta get get all your licensing and paperwork in now before the laws change you gotta get and ironically enough in the last week they've licensed another 800 people wow it's good <laughs> for me it's good for me are your is your product affordable? I think so. Uh, Do people get taken back by it? Um, a lot of responses are, wow, that's not as bad as I thought. Okay. Um, or it's other people who are really new to legalization and doing things safely and all the regulations. So it's just sticker shock of, you know, adding it to the list of all the other things they need to buy. Our products start at 35000 Oh, uh, so that's really, I mean. See, it's not that bad. No, because... Decent CO2 extraction machines, 250 grand. Our rooms are not required for CO2 extraction. I mean, you could buy one. I'm going to tell you not to because you're spending way more money than you need to to be compliant because it's overkill. Um, majority of our customers are doing some type of hydrocarbon or ethanol extraction or using our fume hoods for post-processing. So for your road of apps, some jurisdictions want you to put vacuum ovens in a C1D2 fume hood. Um, all the regulations come down to the local level, whatever your authority having jurisdiction or AHJ sure. is going to require, whatever your fire marshal is going to require. Our units are the only modular unit to have a UL certification on the whole system. So that's a nationally recognized certification. Yep. And then at the state level, we have pressure safety inspectors, PSI, do our third-party peer reviews, and they're licensed in 20 states and counting. Um, the products are affordable. Given what you're getting, you're getting a pre-engineered turnkey solution. All the documentation, the paperwork, and we really pride ourselves on working with customers throughout the entire process. We're not just going to sell you something and say goodbye. We're going to help you get it approved. And if it doesn't get approved, we'll give you your money back. Happy to say that's never happened. That's very interesting. That actually did happen to a company. Um, I won't name their name, but it was a BHO company. Uh, and they lost every single UL listing they had. It took them almost four years to come back. And it's it, it was very interesting Ooh, to me. I know there's some companies that got their peer reviews pulled. Yeah, I won't tell you who it is, but it was it was it's a vendor that's actually here right now. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of shit like that. <laughs> I mean, as the regulations change, people are really cracking down as they should be. You know, cannabis gets a bad rap. Everyone's like, oh, I can't use butane. I'm gonna blow myself up. I don't want to ingest that shit. 
Have you smoked a cigarette? Have you smoked a bowl? You're ingesting more butane than if you total, consume concentrates that are made with a butane system. You know, we were just talking about that. We had a lab. We had a testing facility. Butane is basically harmless. It basically breaks down to all organic compounds, and and so I found that interesting because the lab testing company essentially totally agreed and was much more concerned with contaminants. And I remember a couple of years ago, especially in Washington, and, and it was just parts per million of butane back then. Mm -hmm. If it was like over five, six, seven, eight, nine hundred, basically you were selling people poison. Which I, I mean you it, it was it was way fucking worse it was things out there. Way worse things out there. Look at the food industry, like the neon colored things that are on shelves. I was at a supermarket and there's an entire cereal stand. They make Sour Patch Kids cereals. They make Oreo cereals. There's just so much crap and junk and sugar is worse for you than butane. Sugar is bad for you. I mean, it's delicious, but it's not great. Do you guys have a show special? Free shipping. That's a lot. I mean, how? Like, what does that save you? Depends where we're shipping to. We're based out of Colorado, so it'll save you anywhere between fifteen and twenty-two hundred. That's a lot of money to save. I mean, that's not. I mean, that's great. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't buy it five years down the road. You got to buy it within a certain amount of months. Um, can, can I negotiate my your price? No, no. you can try. But there's no way you're gonna get it for lower. No. No. What if I bought a bunch of them? Possibly yes. Um, we appreciate repeat business, multiple units purchased, but we do okay. price them fairly, and we want to have a standard price in the industry. Cool. For our customers. Emily, thank you very much. Canon Radio. Peace out, guys. You've been listening to Canacon Radio, where the cannabis industry talks business. Please don't forget that you can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, everywhere else you find podcasts. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment. You guys know the drill. You can also find us on our social media. Remember, the easiest way to do that is to hit us on our website, canacon.org. Links are at the bottom, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We really want to hear from you, so please like, subscribe, comment. Until next time, peace. Peace.